Hello, and welcome back to Living Intuitively with Elisa. This is the Tarot Weekly Podcast for November 1st through the 7th of 2020. If you follow me every week, thank you so much for being patient as I skipped last week or I I decided to take a little vacation from the podcast, but I'm so excited to be back because I feel like everybody needs a little bit of a relaxation time and a little bit of a vacation. You know, if you do something every day, every week, every month, it it's it becomes at least in my in my my brain. <laughs> Everybody's brain is different. Um but it just it just you lose track of why you're doing it. And so I needed a time, a moment, and I didn't know I needed it until I skipped the day and then I was going to post it on the next day and whatever and it was and I just realized that I needed the day or the whole week off. So thank you so much. So let's go on for this for, go on to this episode, you know? I'm really excited about today. Today is, well, yesterday was Halloween. So happy Halloween, everybody. Um, (laughs) And then uh, it was also a full moon. So beautiful, beautiful time. And it's not just activated during yesterday. So during Halloween when the full, the moon was full and it was Halloween. It's not just activated for that day. That's the beauty of it. All of these kinds of planetary um, or 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 whatever time activation points can can be extended for days and even impact your entire week. So that's why it's really important, even after the event, to be in tune with what's going on. And then. What I want to really dive into in this intro is that everybody's practice is different. Everybody's energy is different. And to be open to whatever it is for you and to be open to whatever other people are feeling. So for example, let's just let's just dive into what all of what's going on right now, you know, and I'm not even going to cut I'm not even going to cover a lot of the astrological events that are happening um, with other planets. Like, I know Uranus is, is conjunct right now with the moon. And so there's just a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, I think it's the moon. Yeah, I think it's the moon. Anyway, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch on those. I'm not even going to touch on the, the, the retrogrades that are happening right now. What I'm going to focus on is the fact that we have Halloween, the same day as a full moon which is also a blue moon, by the way. So blue moons mean that there were two full moons in a, in a month. So we started the month off with a full moon, and then we ended the month with a full moon, which is beautiful. It's it's not, you know, scary. It's not, you know, anything that you have to concern yourself with. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a magical feeling. And then it's also Samhain. So it's the, it, it's a, you know, witch's new year, whatever you want to call it. Um, but what I want to what I want to detach from is the, you know, the religious aspect of it. The, the, uh, the strict, um, strict religious aspect of it, and that is not to dis discredit or dis um 
or diss it, <laughs> just, just diss anything. It's not to, to talk down on, on those, ho- on, on a holiday. Um, I, I just want to make it very clear that I follow holidays in a way that's more, that fits my style and fits my mood and energy. So I want to just, I just want to address that. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to discuss how everybody's practices and rituals and beliefs are very different from each other. So just because I talk about Halloween and Samhain and the full moons, you know, what I say about all of these events is going to be completely different from anybody else that talks about it. And what I want to invite you to do as a, as a listener of this podcast, but also if you, you know, listen to other people, other podcasts, other social media influencers, or even your friends, if they talk about all of these kinds of events, you know, respect, respect their beliefs and their traditions, um, but then find your own way. Of course, let me also disclaim that don't, don't mess with a tradition if you don't know anything about it. That's another thing that I want to really emphasize is that, you know, research these kinds of holidays and sacred, sacred traditions, you know, and if you want to use them, research them and go deep. Don't just like surface level research them. Go deep and understand ask, you know, ask your, your, your internal wisdom or your ancestors or the people who really practice these religions and practices and find out if you are even able to practice them. That's one of the biggest things that we need to remember is that all of these, these deep sacred practices are, are traditional, are, are associated with a culture and with a people. And so it, you don't want to insult them by taking their religion and their practices without asking for permission. And sometimes asking for permission and you get a no, you have to listen to that no. Just because you have a whole practice set up and you've done all of your research, if at the end of all that research, you find out that you shouldn't be practicing it, don't practice it. <laughs> And so, you know, that can go both ways and, you know, and take what you need, take what you want from things, um, but be respectful of people's practices and cultures. That's all. That's all. That's all. You know, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Okay, so in terms of what I believe, I believe that I can, that I can listen to my internal wisdom and work with the elements for this time of year. And I mean any time of year, really. I work with the elements. Any kind of practices or rituals that I do, I always work with the elements because I know that I as a scientist, so I am a practicing scientist, so I'm a researcher and, you know, my quote day job. Um but that's what I got my degree in. I got my degree in chemical engineering. So I am a scientist at heart. And that's a, I have I have a researcher's mindset and a researcher's heart whenever I look at anything. So to me, I bring a lot of science into my practice. I look at the elements. I look at the fact that everything is energy. I mean, 
we we know from these these core scientific values that you know energy cannot be created or destroyed and so i use that those kinds of of concepts in my rituals for my spirituality practice so my practices are rooted in a lot of the physical world so the elements water earth fire and air and then a little bit of ether because I, I like to, to bring in a little bit of that unknown and a little bit of that unseen element into my practice. But most of my practice is, is rooted in that kind of, of physical world, physical senses, physical touch, smell, um, sight. I, I incorporate all the senses, all of the elements into my practices. But my point to all of this and my point to sharing that is that everybody is different. When you see people practicing online, you're only seeing a little, little bit of what their practice is. So be gentle with, you know, seeing that. Be gentle with them and be gentle with yourself when you're choosing a practice for yourself. And some practices online are are more complex than others. There's no good or bad or better or worse way to practice. I mean, the worst way... (laughs) Little side note, worst way is to steal people's practices um, without knowing their culture. But that's, that's a, like I said, I was, I'm not going to go too much into that. Um, but in terms of finding your own practice and what, finding out what that means to you, especially on very charged times like a full moon or during, you know, a, a, a ritual like Halloween, Knowing what is comfortable in your heart, um, using your intuition, and then determining what you need at the time. And magic can mean anything to a, so many different people. I mean, I try, to not, I try not to use the words magic and witchcraft and all of these things because it's not well, un, well understood at this time. There's not a lot of uh, um, good definitions in the mainstream um, for those kinds of terms. And it's unfortunate because they are just words. But um, what I like to use is the word practice or ritual. And ritual, I mean ritual, <laughs> there are movies that talk about rituals in a, in a very different way that I talk about rituals. Rituals to me is just, you know, having a, an in, intention, intentional act at a certain time. And that ritual could mean every morning. I have a, a morning ritual where I uh, drink my hot tea and I, I meditate and I set intentions for the day. That's a ritual in itself. You know, a ritual is, I mean, brushing your teeth every morning. That's a ritual. <laughs> so all of these things, as long as you have an intention, like you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you have the intention of having good health and good hygiene, that's a ritual. You have an intention at a specific time for a specific action. That's literally what a practice or a ritual is. But you can extend that, like I was saying, to events. So um, your birthday is a ritual. You know, the start of the new year, your new year's celebration as you count down the time to, to New Year's Day. That's a ritual. And then you can extend that even further to having a bath when you, you know, when you're feeling, when you're feeling down, it could be a ritual all, you know, in itself, a ritual for self-love, self-care. 
you know, during, if you're a woman and you're, you have menstruation, you have a ritual around that because it's an event at a specific time and the actions that you do to take care of yourself, you know, as you are going through that magical period of time is in itself a ritual. So what my point is, uh, all of this, as I conclude this intro before we get to the tarot poll, find your rituals, be gentle with yourself, explore what your rituals are and practices are, respect other people's cultures and uh, practices and religions and holidays, and then ultimately, ultimately, Step into your heart, step into your intuition, and feel. Feel what's, what feels good inside of you. You know, that, that is a ritual in itself. Is to, to every now and then come into the heart, come into your soul, and find out what, and, and listen. Find out what you need what you need at that time, what kind of actions you need to do. Can you move more with intention throughout your everyday life? I mean, one more example before I conclude this intro, just the act of walking to work. Wherever your work is, whatever time it is, you most likely go to work around the same time every day. Or, you know, it might it might change depending on if you if you work different shifts, but you walk in at a specific time. Can you walk into work with intention? Can you set an intention that you're going to, you know, whether it's well, you're going to work as hard, as hard as you can or you're going to do the best you can or you're going to be gentle on yourself and say, I'm going to go into this with an open heart, with compassion, with joy, with love. You know, can you set your intention as you walk into a door that you walk into every day, every other day, whatever it is, that can be a ritual within itself. All right. So if you have any questions about this, I love to talk about rituals. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. So if you want to reach out, you can reach me at the Instagram account for this podcast, which is at intuition living. And if you know me and uh, want to follow my personal account, it's at hello, this is Elisa on Instagram. All right, so let's take a quick break and then we'll get to the tarot poll for this week. I would also like to take a moment to tell you about the private Facebook community for intuitive healers. I created this group to explore ways to learn about ourselves and the world using our intuition and tarot and oracle cards as tools. The group is for all skill levels, from beginners to experienced readers, and the purpose of this group is to have a safe space to ask questions, share experiences, and learn from one another. One example, on the group page, we connect weekly with what I'm calling Intuitive Mondays. Every Monday, I post a question to the community, and each for each of us to ask ourselves, our guides, the universe, whatever we call it and pull tarot and oracle cards for the week. I then invite members to comment their card pulls and experiences around the weekly question. It's a great way for members to share and learn from each other. So the Facebook group is called Private Intuitive Tarot Community, 
and you can search for the group on Facebook or click the link in the Instagram bio, the handle is Intuition Living, to request access by answering just a couple short questions. I hope to see you there. All right, so let's get to the tarot pull portion of this podcast. So again, this is the week of November 1, so November 1st through the 7th of 2020. And I actually pulled two different tarot and oracle decks um, for this week. So I'm interested in pulling the traditional Rider-Waite-Smith deck, um, the, the same deck that I usually pull for all of the podcasts. But at the very end of the episode, I'm going to pull a card from a, a deck. It's, a, it's an oracle card deck, so it doesn't follow the traditional tarot format. Um, but I love this deck for any kind of intention setting. So it goes really well with what I talked about in the intro of this podcast. So the tarot deck is called Living with a Feather Heart. And they are 42 ideals um, to live by. So they have images on the card, but they also have a little um, affirmation at the bottom or a little rule to live by. And I love that. Um, so let's set our attention for the week with those, with those cards. But before I get to those cards, so stay tuned for those, <laughs> um, we're going to pull a card from the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. And again, I always invite you to pause the episode whenever I pull the card so that you can think about the card for yourself for a little bit. All right, before we even start shuffling the card and asking the question for this week, let's take a moment, if you can, close your eyes if you're not driving. (laughs) And take a few breaths. You can even take a, a moment and perform a little ritual for yourself and breathe. Set an intention that you're going to open your heart to any messages that can be received at this time. (sighs) Taking a moment to go inward. To go into your center. Ah, okay. So as I shuffle the cards... um, I'm doing a little, you know, when you're like, when, when you're a little kid and you're trying to shuffle the cards and you don't have the dexterity to shuffle the cards and you just, you just put it all on a table and you just rub your hands like all around it and you (laughs) make a little bit of a mess. That's how I'm shuffling the cards today. That's kind of how I'm called to do it every now and then. I, uh, I don't know. I just get called to, to spread all the cards on the table and, uh, Whatever card pops out in the mess of cards in front of me is what I pull. I pull. Um, so this is a. I mean, this is a, that's a lesson in itself that there's not a, there's not one way. There's not one perfect way to do any of these kinds of practices. Um, if you feel called to, to do it a different way. Okay, so as I'm I'm looking at the cards, um, I'm asking what advice. Do the cards or does, you know, our inner wisdom or anything have for us for this upcoming week? And okay, the card, oh, the card that I pulled for this week is the Ace of Pentacles, and I pulled it in the reverse position. So if you want, go ahead and, and image search Ace of Pentacles. 
Um, you can pause this episode, look at the imagery, see what sticks out to you. Again, I pulled it in the reverse position. Okay, so for anybody who does not have access to the image or is not familiar with this card, I'm going to go ahead and describe it in the upright position. But remember, I pulled it in the reverse position. Okay, so the Ace of Pentacles, all of the Aces um, are the number, like the, the one card. It's like the, the introduction to the suit. So the Ace, all of the Aces have a hand kind of coming out of nowhere, coming out of the clouds, and are holding one of the suits. So there's four suits in the Minor Arcana. So this is the Ace of Pentacles. So this is a hand holding one pentacle. And the pentacle... Um, pentacle is a symbol, but, uh, but in the tarot cards, it's kind of a, a, looks like a coin. It's a coin with a five pointed star on, on the, the card or on the coin. Apologies. Okay. So you have a hand coming out of nowhere, coming out of a cloud, holding a pentacle, a single pentacle. And it's like bigger than, you know, as, as big as the hand. So it's a pretty big coin. And then in the, in the, you know, background or the, you know, scenery in the card, you see a, like, some kind of shrubbery, um, that looks like, um, looks like it creates a, an arc, or a archway, archway, yeah, archway to a a garden or a field, and then if you look through that archway, you'll see some mountains in the background, so it's a beautiful little scenery here, you've got a foreground where it has, like, some trees and and a field, and then a little path that goes through the archway, into the mountains. So all of the aces really have a similar theme of opportunity. Um, But the fact that it's the ace of pentacles, it's kind of an opportunity for abundance. And abundance, you know, you could associate it with money because it's the coins, the pentacles look like a coin. Um, But what I like to do is associate the coins or pentacles with anything that you find worth, worth something, worth your time, worth your energy, even worth your money. Could be money, could be abundance of money ahead. Um, but this is an opportunity for for even growth. So that's what I'm actually seeing in this is opportunity for growth. And growth, again, could mean whatever it could mean for you. It could be mean growth in your bank account, like <laughs> literal money. But it could also mean personal growth, growth in your family. So the pentacles is associated with the earth element. Um, and in this case, um, earth element is is very rooted in the physical plane. Everything that you can touch, you can feel, has has the earth element in it. You know, even if you don't think it, it does. Like your blankets have earth element to it because it has some some density. So earth the earth element is everything that has a lot of density to it. So that that image of growth coming out and and you know what I'm I'm picturing and it's funny because it's almost winter time here um where where I'm living but what I'm I'm picturing is a little bit of a like right whenever a sprout comes out of the ground. You've planted a seed and right whenever a sprout comes out that's what I I picture when I see the, the ace of pentacles, it's kind of that, that initial growth. And then that excitement, like, Oh, it worked. You know, like I've, I've planted my seeds, whether it's physical, you know, literal, or it's metaphorical. Um, you've planted a seed and then now you have that, that first initial growth and it gives you that kind of hope 
that that things are looking up. Things are happening and are manifesting in our in my reality in my physical plane. Um so many times we go through all of these goal setting and manifestation practices if you do those kinds of practices. Um and we 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 get a little bit frustrated. So the fact that I've pulled this in the reverse position shows me that the collective is really frustrated for like you know whenever you're you and I and I picture a little kid when I do this or your inner child and you know when you get frustrated that something's not working and something is is not happening even though you did your work you tried you did what you were supposed to do and then nothing came out of it that frustration that you want to like clench your fists and clench your jaw and you want to like just pound on the table a little bit and stomp your feet that's the kind of frustration that and and tension that I see in the ace of pentacles in the reverse position because you you want to see that little sprout come out of the ground and see the fruits of your labor you've done all this work why is it not not growing you put you planted the seed there you've watered it every day like why isn't it why isn't it sprouting like that's the kind of frustration um that this card is signifying at this time but the hope or the the lesson in this card is that that growth still occurs. That whether it will happen now, tomorrow, next week, next year, it's it's if it's meant for you, if you intend for it to happen, you know, it'll manifest itself in some way or another. It might not look exactly what you thought it was going to look like. And that's what the funny thing, funny little like humorous part of life is, is that it it rarely goes exactly how you think it's supposed to go. But a lot of us, and me included, get disappointed or frustrated when it doesn't look exactly what you think it's supposed to, and you totally ignore what came up in in its place. You know that that has a has a bigger impact in your life. There's a reason for why it's different than what you expected. You know, the, the, the life and the universe, whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God or goddesses or anything, they have an intention for you to, to be happy and to, to succeed. So if something else comes in its place, even if it looks worse, <laughs> trust it because it's what, whatever comes out is what you're supposed to be doing at this time. And I know that's really hard to hear if you are disappointed in the outcome or you were expecting something and you got something else or you, you were expecting something and nothing came out of it. That's almost, that almost feels worse, you know, and, you, and or, or what feels worse sometimes is, you know, expecting your life to go a certain way and then something awful happens, something traumatic or something you know, that you couldn't ever expect or didn't want to ever expect in your life. You know, heart, heartache, you know, health going down, the love, your loved ones, you know, all of these things, you know, you, you don't want to think there was a purpose to that because it's hard, you know, and it's, it's heartbreaking, but there was, there is trust, trust the process, trust that, that, that there, there is growth there's opportunity for growth even in that hard, hard and those difficult, difficult moments when you can't seem to see that archway. You know, going back to that little archway in the card, 
you know, sometimes you're, you're searching through this field and there's, there's weeds growing as tall as your head and you're trying to find that archway to new opportunity and to new growth, but you can't find it and you get frustrated and you feel like you're giving, you want to give up. Don't give up. This card is a, is a, and especially in the reverse position is a perfect card for telling yourself not to give up, to trust the process. So there's opportunity out there. Trust the process. Trust the growth. You planted the seed with intention. And then also, to summarize, you know, it just because it doesn't go your way or doesn't go the way that you expected doesn't mean that it's not growth. You know, there's growth that you can find in anything that happens in your life. Okay, so the Ace of Pentacles in the reverse position. So like I said in the beginning of this, this you know, this segment of the episode, um, I'm also going to pull a card from the Living um, with a Feather Heart, which is the 42 Ideals. And I'm not going to spend too much time. I'm just going to read, read the intention that's on the bottom of the card, and maybe it'll add something to the Ace of Pentacles for us at this time. All right. So the card that I'm pulling... Ooh, it says, I respect the property of others. And that's actually beautiful because it, it ties in some of, the, pro- some of the, the things that I was saying in the beginning of this episode in the intro. So I respect the property of others. What I'm seeing here is boundary setting. <laughs> Not only boundary setting, but also respecting other people's cultures, respecting other people's beliefs, but respecting other people's um, other people's process, other people's timelines. And this ties into the, the Ace of Pentacles perfectly because while you might be frustrated with a lack of growth, respect that the other people, that other people that you see are on a different schedule and a different growth pattern than you are. So I'm mean, going back to that metaphor of a little sprout coming up. Just because you have two plants that you planted the seed at the exact same time (laughs) and one of them sprouts and one of them doesn't, doesn't mean that the one that didn't sprout yet is bad. So avoid comparing your little sprout to someone else's sprout because you don't know their story. So this is respect the property of others and property can mean anything from literal property, so literal space to the property of whatever they own. So their heart, their their beliefs, their opinions even, respect all of it. Because anything that you own in terms of what you believe in, what your behaviors are, what your, what your you know, actions are, all of that is a property of, your, of, of the person. And you can't control their property. And they can't control your property. So they can't control your growth and you can't control, you know, their growth. Or wait, you can only control your own growth. Let's just let's just rephrase it. So, you know, I can't control your growth and you can't control my growth. So why are we why would we compare ourselves to other you know, other people? So respect respect the growth of other people, respect the the process of other people so that they can respect and honor the property of your yourself. 
Mm, beautiful. Okay, so to summarize, I pulled the Ace of Pentacles in reverse for the main tarot card. And then I pulled from the Living with a Feather Heart, I pulled I Respect the Property of Others. I'm going to be posting a picture of these cards on the Instagram. Again, the Instagram handle is at Intuition Living. So if you have any questions or any comments, I would love to hear how this resonated with you. Um, if you have any other thoughts, um, I, I, you know, I'd love I love to hear. I'm one of my favorite things about this podcast is hearing how these cards resonated with you, or if they hit you in a certain way. You know, if they brought up some memories or some thoughts and clarified some things, I would love to hear that from you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing week ahead and I'll see you next time.